You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. We go above what's requested. All of our results display commitment, focus, and diligence. Excellence is distinguishing yourselves above everything else. scriptures over to Colossians. Michael only gave me five minutes. Uh, where I come from, you get to preach the number of years you've been a Christian. Oh. <laughs> I got 30 years cut off of my sermon today. I'm supposed to have 35 minutes up here. Colossians chapter 3. The Bible says... And whatever you do, and whatever you do, and whatever you do, and whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Excellence. Because God's name is on everything we do. If you're a Christian, God's name is on you. And if you do something in the name of God, God's name is on it. Good or bad. Steve Jobs, a prolific, incredible tech leader of our generation. Dedicated to excellence tells the story of growing up as a young boy. His father in the backyard teaching him how to put up a fence in the backyard. They get to the back of the fence, the father pulls out these incredible planks of wood, brand new. Steve looks at him and says, why are you putting new planks in the back of the fence? Nobody will ever see it. His father said, you'll see it. You'll know what's on the back. A true craftsman uses excellent piece of wood, even on the back of a cabinet. A man excellence does the same thing on a fence. And so when he got to Microsoft, he pulled all the engineers together and showed them the motherboard and said, you make sure every chip on this board is perfectly aligned. The engineer said, well, why? The board's going to be shut up. Nobody's going to see what's inside the board. And Steve says, no one will see it, but you'll know. And an excellent craftsman pays attention to things unseen and things seen. I want to know, are you an excellent craftsman for Jesus today? Do you pay attention as much on the inside as you do on the outside? What's our motivation for excellence? 1 Corinthians chapter 1, or chapter 10, verse 31. So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. The word doxa means glory. It's a very rare word in the New Testament. Sometimes 
it, 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 it has the idea of it is that it has to do with something that reveals God. That's what glory is. Wow. It reveals God. Wow. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Good point, bro. Wow. Excellence is God's personality. It pours out of him in everything. Just think about colors. There's only three primary colors. Red, yellow, and blue. They're, they're the only colors that you can't mix and create those colors. But through the color scheme, we're able to differentiate as humans between 10 million colors. Right, yeah. That's, that's all we're able to differentiate. That doesn't mean there's not more. Right. God just goes overboard. Yeah. If you were making colors, how many colors would you make? <laughs> excellence is in the details. Find excellence and diligence as a value reveals God to people around us. You know, maybe God is not more seen because we're just not excellent enough. Let me give you a couple of practices. I wish I had my I wish I had my whole 35 minutes. Shame on the mic. Put me all the way over here. is the goal. Wow. Yeah. Excellence is how you achieve the goal. Number two, stop waiting on perfect condition to pursue excellence. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 and verse 4 says a farmer waiting for perfect weather will never plant. Watching the clouds will never yield a harvest. Too many of us are walking around waiting on things to be perfect before we pursue excellence in our churches. You say, well, this church is weak. It doesn't deserve my excellence. Everything God has his hand on deserves your excellence. Number four, excellence inspires people. You know, we just hired an international Sunday, and I put my wife in charge of the food. And, you know, she thought, well, maybe half the people will stay. And she, she, on that Sunday, I put her up there in front of everybody, and she comes out in this amazing apron. And then all the other servants come out in this amazing apron. All the food was displayed so incredibly. All 400 people stayed for lunch that day. Wow. Because excellence inspires. <laughs> excellence and effectiveness over originality. Learn to look to the examples of others. I had a brother tell me, if I'm going to be in the ministry, I'm going to be an original or nothing. I said, then you're a nothing. Yes, you want to be an original in the kingdom? Be original at being a disciple. We need to build what we build on the foundations of others. And then finally, share our excellence 
with others. Everyone needs a mentor and everyone needs a mentee. You need to learn from people that are just ahead of you. And you need to be mentoring people that are just behind you. Come on, John. You know, it blows me away. People come up to me, oh, well, I heard you led 10,000 people in the old movement. I said, well, how many people do you lead? 25. Well, well, can you teach me? I said, you're not ready to learn how to lead 10,000 people. You need to be learning from somebody that's leading 50 people. Let's just get you to 50 first. And then you teach people that are leading 25. And let's go from there. You know, as someone said earlier, what, you know, the, the, the greatest or the kryptonite, in, in my opinion, to excellence, really is entitlement. Yeah. You know, it blows me away how entitled some of us feel. Come on. Yeah. What have you done? <clears throat> to feel entitled. What have you built for God to feel entitled? What have you suffered for God to feel entitled? Can I confess some sin? Is my time up? Leaving the old movement and being in the new movement. Amen. Yeah. I'm so thankful to Kip and Elena for yeah. reaching out to us. Yeah. I am so grateful to all of you guys for building God's new movement so that I can have a place to go. Yeah. <laughs> Part of my training under Kip was to sit down and let the youngest people and the L.A. Church of Christ teach me the first principles. And I thought, hey, man, this is really, really good. And I, I had like a 21-year-old teaching me about persecution. <laughs> I had been to London in the early days when Iman was here and the articles were all out there. And people used to say, oh, well, the black Jesus is coming over here. <laughs> all that sort of thing. But I appreciated the young man teaching me about persecution. <laughs> I appreciated Kip's wisdom so much. And then it came time to start taking the first principles classes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the whole church does that. And, and I, I got a call that him and I would be in the first principles. And we'd be a group leader in the first principles. And I'm like, I was with you, Kip, when you invented the first principles. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm really, I've been doing first principles for 35 years. I'm, I'm okay with that. I might have a CEDIA, but I haven't forgotten <laughs> And so, and so I call up Kip, and I'm like, bro, how you doing? You know how you have to butter the leader up. Right, bro, how you doing? Praying for you this morning. Fired up for God. Uh, bro, by the way, uh, you know, I was told that I've got to go through first principles again. Is that necessary? And then there's a pause. I'm like, I shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> Kip goes, bro, you need to be at first principles on Wednesday. Yeah, enough said. I was like, hey, man, enough said. 
juxtaposed on Wednesday, but what I realized is there was a sense of entitlement mm. in my heart. Right. And I had to repent. You know, I decided I'm going to be the most fired up person on, in that first person. Yeah. I'm going to have my picture. It has been so awesome just to go through first principles. Yeah. You know, I went almost five years before I came over to the new movement without being fruitful. Since I've been in the new movement in the, in the last two months, I've been fruitful more times. Visitors at church this past Wow. I have seven. And so, God, our God deserves our excellence. Today, we, we were really treated with some awesome challenges. Yeah. And I really do pray that you've been taking great notes. Oh, yeah. Because if you walk out of here just trying to remember, you're not going to do it. Um, I was very thankful for each one of the brothers' presentations. Um, with, with, with John, I, I think this is one I want to just comment on last year. Um, in my opinion, as I addressed you in the last hour, things have not gone well here in London and in most European churches, the exception being Paris now, which is kind of ironic. What John has laid out is exactly what you guys got to go do. There's got to be a repentance, and then there's got to be a, a seeking to learn how to have excellence in your ministries. I appreciate it. Oh, like he grabbed me right in before the session started right here. He says, okay, bro, what you do in Manila? I, I need to know. Break it down. What, what, what do you mean you got the Bible talk to Chris about? These are the kind of questions you guys need to be asking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be a sense where you're going to walk out of here with decisions made, yeah. saying, I am going to be an excellent disciple. Come on, bro. Yes. I am going to be then an yes. excellent leader. Come on, bro. But an excellent leader imitates, yep. as one of the brothers said, not an original, yep. <laughs> but imitates the Christ-likeness that he sees of his brothers. And we need to be teaching those that are right behind us. Yes. Not worried if they're going to pass us on up, yep. worried about right. rules. But there, there needs to be a selflessness. Come on, and for the top guys, a lack of entitlement. Come on, a lack of entitlement. Yes. Um, I really do hope and pray you've already made decisions. And that you're already seeking discipling on how to follow through with those decisions. Because the churches in Europe need to have a revival. Yes. A revival where, as John pointed out, the glory of God can be seen. Yes. Amen. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, 
feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org.uk. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events, or devotionals, you can find all that on our website also. Once again, we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.